Hello, and welcome back to From the Panther Pit. I'm Riley Stapleton here with John Webb. How you doing? You ready for exams? As ready as you can be, you know. <laughs> Never want to take them, but got to do it to get a break, so. Kind of inevitable. So, uh, fall sports all wrapped up. We're uh, officially moving into our winter sports, and today we're going to be talking about swimming and boys, well, boys and girls swimming, boys and girls basketball. <clears throat> To start with uh, swimming, we'll go with the girls. You know, they got second place in their first meet, but have picked it up since then. Got some wins against Whitewater and McIntosh. Things are looking good, normal. Yeah, looks like things are looking up for the girls. Started off a little sketchy, but getting back on track. Ooh, second place. It's, it's good. <laughs> well, for the 16-time region champs, second place looks a little sketchy. You <laughs> yeah, know, but... True. Getting back on track, hopefully pull off that, what, 17th in a row now. Mm-hmm. That's what we're hoping for. Yeah, our swim is decent. Pretty dominant. <laughs> we got uh, both both our athletes of the week, male and female, are both swimmers. Nick Palmer, obviously the male candidate for the school <laughs> this week, and then uh, Kylie Bogomil as well, both took home athlete of the week. Mm-hmm. So swim is, I mean, looking normal, I guess you could say. Yeah, just what... Kind of what you would expect, as crazy as that sounds. County title in a row. We need to get some other sports sitting up there with swim. That'd be nice. Yeah. But uh, like we said, swim had Whitewater and McIntosh. But uh, talking about region opponents, the basketball team just had a slew of region opponents to play, both boys and girls, as uh, their last three games were McIntosh at home, and they traveled to Whitewater, came back home, played Morrow. Yep, big games, all three of those, mm-hmm. all region games. Gotta, gotta get some wins out of these big region region mm-hmm. opponent matchups. And uh, the, starting off, McIntosh, the girls couldn't quite lost by a nine forty six to thirty seven. We were just outgunned. Honestly, it looked like they had one player go go off for like, not sure the exact number around twenty and just the first three quarters. So, I mean, they were they had a couple sharpshooters, pretty good-looking team. I believe they went into the game 5-0. and Yeah, so they're a pretty dominant team. They were looking good, mm-hmm. and they look good against us. Uh, you know, I mean. Yeah, they're 6-2 and two now. So McIntosh is looking good. Our girls are 3-4, and four, you know, flirting with 500. But and, I mean, our starting, our starting backcourt's both freshmen. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got to. Yet again, hate bringing it up. Not, I feel like we do it every podcast, but youth. You got the young people. Got to get them some experience. Got to get them some wins, and hopefully they'll continue to improve. Softball all over again. We're young, and uh, yep. the girls after the loss to McIntosh went to Whitewater, and uh, lost by twenty six. Wasn't the best game. Tough game. Tough game. I'll be I'll be coming out with a story covering this game in particular in the next coming coming few days. So check out the prowlernews.org for that and any other basketball updates. Um, you wrote one on the McIntosh, McIntosh boys, boys game, right? Yeah. So there you go. You can check those out. And uh, yeah, the girls. Not not what you'd like to see, but yet again, just gotta you gotta be patient with the youth. Hope it kind of develops. Hope they can find their stride, and start winning some region games. And uh, maybe they did win over Morrow mm-hmm. by 14, yep. 58 to 44. Yep. 
we were looking a lot better there. And uh, then I believe we were moving into uh, a Christmas tournament. But uh, let's go over to the boys. Slew of region opponents, just same opponents as the girls. Macintosh. The drought's over. Finally. Lost six straight to Macintosh. Got him this year. First win in my high school career as a junior. So, I mean, it's been long overdue, but came out with the five-point win, 66-61. Honestly closer than at least I expected it to be, but with such a heated rivalry game, you can never really predict what's going to happen. that's the thing. We got up by, I think we were by 17 at one point. It's kind of like we were pushing them away, mm-hmm. but we couldn't close them out. We kept letting them come in or come back, and part of it was their full-court press. We didn't really know what to do with it, and we started turning the ball over. Yeah, and you'll see you'll see presses come in to play a lot in, in these uh, varsity basketball games. I mean, some of the guys out there are so athletic, it's tough to... It's tough to get around them. But we were able to break down McIntosh pretty well. I believe Pina had 20. Big game out of Zach. 20 points, 6 for 9 from the field, shooting well, looking Drew good. Hudson had around 14 and 14. Yeah, Drew had 14 rebounds. as well. And then uh, senior Nick Carley's been playing pretty well too. He had 9, 4 or 5 from the field, yeah, looking I pretty good. An efficient game. Yep. But, uh, yeah, Drew Hudson's had a couple double-doubles this year. He's been pretty low-key dominant. He's yeah. one of the most quiet players on the court, but he makes such a difference. I mean, yeah, and it's, I mean, you know, we have people like, you know, Nick Carley, who we talked about. I mean, he's a good shooter, but, you know, you don't see him lighting up the rebounds all the time. Mm-hmm. But Drew can hit a three and go down the other end and get a rebound. Right. He's got some talent. Yeah, Drew's, Drew's a good player. And... McIntosh is not lacking in in talent. They definitely lost their three main stars, but they have a couple talented mm-hmm. players. I mean, yeah, losing a lot from last year, but number two, I'm not sure of his name. It looks like it says Harden here. He's a junior. Mm-hmm. He looked pretty good. He and was, uh, yeah, I mean, he started the game with like back to back threes. Yeah, he started off hot. Scared me a little bit. I was but, uh, I was kind of concerned, but he slowed down. Stephen Peterson came in and. You know, he was playing some good defense. You know, they were trading some words, and I think he oh, got yeah. in his head because he couldn't score for a long time there. Yeah, he he's, he only shot 30% from the field, but he started off looking mm-hmm. dangerous. And that's one thing about McIntosh is, I mean, they shot, I think, 15% from three, and I think that's just their team might be live by the three, die by the three, and right. that night it just wasn't falling. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they make a couple, you know, just – they shoot way better from three. We could lose that game, but uh. Well, yeah. What you, what I think when when you say that is, they're kind of stuck in their old in their old ways as far as having those shooters, elite right? shooting guard, elite point guard, and big rebounder. I mean, they can they can spray the ball from almost anywhere on the court, and it's going to be a good shot. It's like playing against the Warriors almost, and it's look like it looks like the Warriors lost there. They're yeah. big three, but they're still trying to play that same type of ball. Yeah, I mean, it's early in the year. You know, maybe if they do get that down, that's going to be a tough game at McIntosh later this year. Absolutely, you got to watch out. You can't let them get hot. That's mm-hmm. the key with a team like that. You just gotta you gotta pressure and, all their shots. Yeah, the one thing is they started out with the press. And I think late in the first quarter, second quarter, mm-hmm. we tried to do it too, and we just we couldn't do it. But I think that's something that we need to work on, maybe to beat them. For sure. You know, try to wear them out. But, uh, I mean, 
forcing them to drive to the basket wasn't the worst thing. No. I don't think they shot too well. I mean, I think we definitely had the upper hand as far as the big men go in that game. But and I, I mean, think that was a big key to it. You could all have the same result because you could play them again, and if they aren't shooting well again, then you can... I mean, obviously we won that way. Right. But I think they, they missed a lot of shots, and I think we, we didn't let them keep shooting, though we didn't let them, you know, finally find it late in the game. Mm-hmm. We definitely... We've been playing good late, especially free throw shooting in the end. In close games, that was big against McIntosh, and uh, when we talk about Morrow, that was important, too. But, yeah... Drought's over in the Battle of the Bubble for basketball. Huge and, uh, to get that win, for sure. Like we said, uh, I did a story on that on prowlernews.org, talking about uh, the end of that drought, get some game coverage. Now, Whitewater. The painful one. I I thought that was a winnable game for us, but we suffered a 14-point loss. I'll be honest with you. Going into the game, went over, went on a what a Friday night, headed over to McIntosh, or, uh, not McIntosh Whitewater. I was lo- I was looking forward to going in there and showing them what's up on their own mm-hmm. on their own home court, and we had a pretty good turnout of the, out of the students. I mean, good country out, you know, trying to get the rivalry a little more heated. And we went in, we went in, and they protected their home court. I mean, they had us from the get go. Now you were at that game. You said that we just weren't playing well. Just it was just an ugly game. I you never want to blame the the game on the refs and. For sure, it wasn't the ref's fault completely, but it, in my opinion, it was a poorly officiated game as well, which lights up another spark of rivalry between us and Mac and or <laughs> which Mac is and Josh. Gosh. which is funny because what what happened in the football game against Whitewater? Exactly, we both times we've gone to Whitewater, Whitewater, it's been kind of some sketchy officiating. shady shady officials. But you We're know not what? Not any shade, you know. It's just you know what? I mean, <laughs> I was I was talking to Coach Middlecoffer, football D coordinator, today about it, and he was like, you know. Had some rough officiating in our game against them in football, but in the end of the day, it was like over thirty missed tackles. It was our own fault, mm-hmm. just like that. I mean, we could have yeah, done so many things better. We shot the ball horribly. They they just outmatched us. They football outplayed game, us. We had that false start that messed up. We could score anyways. But so many minor mistakes. Basketball only you can blame a fourteen point loss on officiating. No, if it's close not. like that, no, I just think it was a sloppy game. Officials have a lot of control, but. At the end of the day, if you're the better team, you're going to show you're the better team. And I, we didn't. We played a horrible game. They played the a great team, game. just not that night. Right. But uh, we bounced back. We got Morrow. And I remember I talked to Zach after the McIntosh game, and I said, you know, region got cut down. How do you feel that, you know, how do you feel you, how do you think you guys can do? He's talked about Morrow being good and, you know, getting some wins over them would be huge. Turned around and did it. And we, we were both at the Morrow game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the thing that I just continued to see out of Morrow was just quick and athletic. They, they, uh, they oh, yeah. honestly, it looked like they outmatched us athletically, but they we had just had a... the better team. We played a good game against them, though. People don't realize that was a 71 64 win over Morrow. That was an impressive game out was, of us. I think it was closer than what the scoreboard shows, just because, again, free throw shooting at the end, mm-hmm. they weren't scoring. We were making free throws. But Zach. He had an efficient 21, 13, 46%. Drew, 60% from the field, going 6 from 10. He had 21. You know, just some James Harris had 10 points. Right. Yeah, I mean, again, the most quiet 21 points you'll ever see out of Drew <laughs> yeah, Hudson. But just but he, another double-double. He's, he's an excellent player. He puts up efficient numbers. He's never a nuisance to have mm-hmm. on the court. 
I think that's three or four double doubles this year. He had twenty one and eleven against Morrow. Yeah, yeah he's been, been he's great been playing really well, for sure. Yep. Let's see. He had he had eleven rebounds that game along with Chase Sands, who also had eleven. Chase Sands blocked two shots. So I mean, our big men have been playing well. Drew's a six four, six five, small forward. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty good for a high school basketball. And I know Chase Sands looks pretty good down low. Chase has looked solid. And uh, of course, Nate won freshman of the region last year. He's uh, looking good again this year. He suffered. It looked like he had some kind of injury against Morrow, but he came back later in the game. Chase Sands also had a scare, but yeah, not sure what. Part, not sure what happened with Nate. I know he had a slight injury over the off season, but um, I'm pretty sure with Chase, it's just a, just a little ankle roll, and he'll be he'll be fine for the uh, upcoming games. Now, uh, four and two so far. I believe two and one in the region, but uh, we had 24 turnovers against McIntosh, 22 against Morrow. That's something that I wanted to watch, you know, see if we keep having that problem. And mm-hmm. it's we got to get – I mean, we are losing the turnover battles, but one thing I've noticed, we are winning the rebounding battle and we're winning a lot of them convincingly. I believe we out-rebounded McIntosh somewhere around 38-18 to 18 or 34-18. to 18. Yeah, 34-18 to 18 for McIntosh. I mean, yeah, our, our big men have been playing good ball. We just got to – we got to get Zach and a few other guys start taking care of the ball a little bit better, being more responsible, making better decisions, and uh, things will start clicking. We've we've been playing well. We got all the talent we need. We just gotta, you know, really fall into our stride and start playing well overall. But uh, it's kind of similar to our football team. I feel like we have a lot of juniors, mm-hmm. yeah. especially the big ones being Drew and Zach and Chase, I believe. At least three of the players. Who consistently started juniors on this team? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, again, it comes up. You know, we're not losing a lot of seniors. Yeah, only three seniors on the team. Got another year of this team staying together after this. So, I mean, but the thing is, you got to keep in mind. I don't. I'm not. I'm not one who wants to rule us out quite yet this year. You know, mm-hmm. we got a lot of things going for us, and if we if we start playing well, figuring it all out, we can make a pretty good run. Mm-hmm. And Zach, Pina, you know, he, when we talk about the turnovers, I think he needs to cut them down a little bit. Absolutely. Six against Morrow. I mean, three steals. To and he'll be the first to, to tell you that, too. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the thing you got to like. As, as, as uh, ridiculous as some of the decisions he makes on the court are, <laughs> he, knows, he knows how to take care of the ball, and he's just got to start doing it. And I think one thing that's important is Coach Hutchins' trust mm-hmm. in Zach. Because Zach really runs the show on the offensive end. And I remember late in the McIntosh game, we ran out the clock a little bit, and then Zach got the ball, and Coach Hutchins stood up and yelled at everyone. He said, get out of the way. Mm-hmm. You know, let Zach do this. And I believe Zach got right to the basket and got some free throws. And that's exactly what you look for out of your leader on the team. I mean, we have a, quite a few players who you could consider leaders on this team, mm-hmm. but Zach being the point guard, one of the star players, one of the top scorers, you're going to look to him in these times. And, He's really a valuable player to Stars Mill for that. This is definitely, I believe, an improved Stars Mill team. One thing I like about them is I feel like we hustle a lot and we mm-hmm. leave everything on the floor. Absolutely, we yeah. <clears throat> even in a even in a tough loss against Whitewater, I mean, you didn't see us letting up at all. We still battled to the very last minute, 
in a frustrating game with some questionable officiating, you know, so. But I remember I was watching a college basketball game, and, you know, they were talking about with loose balls, mm-hmm. the, just, like, it's always better to be, like, the first team on the ground diving for the ball instead of bending over, picking it up, and I feel like we're just that team with that extra hustle in them, you know, we want it. Because I think, based on last year missing the state playoffs and getting spanked by McIntosh more than once, I think we kind of chip on our shoulder. Absolutely. We've got to prove. Absolutely. I I know from my personal relations with a few of the players that these games against our, our rivals and our region opponents, they got a, a special meaning to most of those guys because of the struggles we've had in the pre- previous years. Mm-hmm. And mean, those seniors especially, I mean, we talk about a lot of juniors, but those three seniors, Stephen Peterson, Kyle Everett, and Nick Carley, I mean, you know those guys are going out there giving everything they got every every play they get because, I mean, this is this is it for them. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, they, they want to end on a good note. And some I think some of the younger guys, they want to – their goals as they go through, they want to change what some people think Stars Mill basketball is. Right. To so me, you look at some of the other teams, McIntosh, you know, they had that winning streak. They probably think, you know, we're not that good. But these guys are here to say, hey – you know, right. we can be as good a basketball team as you guys can be. Absolutely. And I think we can reach that point. Mm-hmm. It's Definitely. all about it's all about putting in the work, though. And uh, I think a win over Whitewater would have been really good in the region standings, but 2-1 and one so far. We also have a tournament coming up, and uh, I believe we are going to talk to Zach. We might throw an interview in after this, and we're just going to get some of his thoughts on uh, – you know, how the region is going so far, looking forward, and some of these tournaments we got, including traveling to Destin, Florida. So we're going to plug in this interview. Hello, it's John and I here with uh, starting point guard Zach Pina. And uh, we uh, just beat Morrow the other day, good region win. And uh, we just had these past couple region opponents in Whitewater, McIntosh, and Morrow. Can you just talk to me about how you feel coming out of those three with a 2-1 and one region record? Um, I feel like we definitely had the potential to be 3-0 and in the region, but we came up short. But I'm also proud of how uh, we, we beat McIntosh. That was big. And losing to Whitewater was kind of it was kind of good for us at, at one in one way because it's good to do it early in the season rather than late. But what I was really happy about was Morrow's a good team. I think they're 2-4 now, but they're, they're really good. But what I was happy about was we uh, we lost the Whitewater and came back the next day and didn't we didn't just come out flat. We came out good, ready to play. So we got that win. So uh, that McIntosh game, we hadn't beat them in the last six games, and you were emotional after the game. Can you just talk to me on what that win means for you? Uh, I think that was probably one of the best feelings of my life, honestly, because I lost to them five times in a row so just to finally get that first win it really felt it was really special and then a whitewater game what was going wrong there uh they were hitting really tough shots kind of just like stabbing us in the back they were really hitting good shots we couldn't shoot well we were getting in foul trouble our bigs were at least and just kind of they wouldn't go away. We would get a little one point, two point lead, and they would keep fighting back. So that's good for Whitewater. They did that, but we just couldn't really ever get it together. We kind of came out flat. That was also not okay. How do you think playing like 
losing a game like the Whitewater game, how do you think that helps you later on and throughout the season? You kind of touched on it earlier, but could you elaborate more on what it does for the team? I think it gives us experience in both us being able to win and how to lose. So I think that us losing early, it'll teach us how we can't just come in games and expect to win because we're not going to win every game, and that's been proven. So I just think it's better to lose it now than to figure that out later. So uh, speaking about learning and stuff, uh, I talked to Hutchins about what's you know why he scheduled so many tournaments. As you guys, you already started with the Thanksgiving tournament. You're moving into two more. And uh, this holiday classic coming up, can you just talk to me about you know what you guys are thinking going into that? Uh, we're, tr- we're definitely trying to win it all. I know that we start off with Villarica, and that's a tough matchup, but we're going to definitely come in with a winning mindset. I think that's something that previous teams at Stars Mill haven't really had, but I think that this team kind of has that killer mindset, so that should help us out. And you've been on the, you've been on the, um, the team for three years now. How does it, how does it, change over the three years like from going from being like the freshman point guard kind of learning the ways how how has that changed over your three years now that you're a junior and you're kind of one of the leaders of the team I think my freshman year I was really passive because I was kind of new to the system uh sophomore year I think I had a pretty good year but I don't think I led the team as well as I could I think I played well but I didn't do as good of leading as I could so that's definitely something I'm trying to pick up this year. Not only playing good, but trying to be a good leader. What exactly, what do you guys do to pre- prepare for a tournament over a break like this one coming up? Uh, usually we'll, we'll kind of hang out as a team, try and just talk about stuff, talk about how we're going to play, just try and get ready, get focused. And we all try and do it as a team so we can have that chemistry when we go into big tournaments like this. And that was one thing you talked to me about after the Macintosh game. You talked about, like, in previous years, you didn't know if the team really had chemistry, but you felt that, like, this year there was something special. Can you talk to me about, like, the chemistry you have this year? Yeah, I just feel like that this group, you know, we're so close together outside of basketball. I think that really helps us translate onto the court. Because previously it'd, it'd be all spread out. It'd be senior, freshman, a few juniors, some sophomores. This year it's mainly juniors and seniors, I mean mainly juniors, and granted two really awesome sophomores, but I feel like we just go together. I feel like we, we're friends, we're on the court, we're off the court, you know, we're all one family. And you've kind of grown up playing with these guys, is that is that kind of what feeds into the family sort of feel for the team? That definitely, that helps a lot, because I know playing with uh, the class of 2018, my whole life, they're all really cool guys, so I know that that definitely helps us on the court. Um, one thing I want to talk about, me and John talked about it earlier, is uh, the Coach Hutchins' trust in you. Because, like, the end of the McIntosh game, you know, he just get you, got you the ball and he said, get out of the way. How important is that trust that he has in you? Um, I really think that's important. It, it really helps me get my confidence up that I can score, pass, or do whatever. I think that... It helps me out because I know that no matter what I do, he's trusting me to make the play or something like that. And uh, how – I know Coach Hutchins really thought it was important with these tournaments, especially traveling to Florida. 
do you think that it's a good learning experience going to all these tournaments? Definitely. I think that not only it helps us get out of, like, Fayette County, but it helps us get different varieties of competition, like different size, maybe a big team, maybe a small, quick team. It can be anything at these tournaments. So I think that really helps us. Does the style of basketball you see in Peachtree City kind of, do you see something different in these tournaments? Is that kind of what helps you along the way as well? Yeah, I think that once we get, I think the people in Peachtree City, we know them so well and we know how they play that it kind of like, it just, I think that when we get to the tournaments, we have no idea what these teams are like. So I think that it gives us more experience. So hopefully if we make it to the state uh, playoffs, then we can, we'll already have that experience of where if we don't know a team, we can still come out and play against them. No, uh, kind of curious. I want to move about, you know, after the tournaments, as soon as you guys get back from Florida, you got Fayette County, kind of the pick to win the region this year. Do you think that you guys, you know, do you have any kind of game plan for Fayette County? I mean, they're definitely an awesome team, but I think that we can, I think that's a game we definitely can win, no matter if it's at Fayette, at Stars Mill. I mean, I know they got Noah Gurley, and he's a great player, so... I think if we can try and stop him or at least slow him down, I think that'll definitely have an effect on the outcome of the game. How does playing a team that similar to the McIntosh team of the past couple years, like how does playing a team at such a high level, how does that help you guys become a better team in the future? Well, I mean, not only will Fayette be one of the better teams we play, I think that if we play them, then if we play even better teams or maybe teams a little bit worse, then we'll already know what's coming. We'll know that we can if we can beat Fayette, then we'll definitely know we can hang with almost anyone. Mm-hmm. And beating McIntosh for the first time in however long, and you know getting that win over Morrow, you said it was good. Did how does that boost the confidence to go into a game like Fayette County? It definitely helps because we, at this rate, we know we're winners. We're a group of winners. We like to win, so. I mean, we're not just going to come in expecting to lose or anything. We're going to try and come in and win. How do you think, just touching on the seniors, the three seniors we have, how do you think they've done so far? What do you think What do you think they bring to the table as a group? All of them, they're all awesome. I mean, Nick's a great player. Kyle's really stepped up in his leadership. And Steven, Steven, I mean, he always brings the energy, so that always helps us out. What is having a guy like that, you could almost consider him like a hype man uh, and kind of a spark for the team. What What is having a guy like that, what does he do for you guys? It sets the entire tone of the team. I mean, if he, if he comes out flat, then we're all going to come out flat. But if he's excited, if he's ready, we're all going to be excited because he kind of – he's definitely a leader on the team, so. Yeah, he plays an important role, I remember uh... – McIntosh's point guard got out to a hot start, and I think when Steven got a chance to guard him, he kind of got into his head, messing with him. And having Steven, guys like that, you have those old dudes who kind of help guide, not old dudes, but seniors. You have those uh, seniors who help kind of guide the team. What do they do for guys like, well, not Nate because he played last year, but like dudes like Julian who are young first-year players, how do they help guide them? It helps because it helps kind of set the tone. It helps show, like, that he's already been in the system, so he knows how it works. It kind of shows people like Julian and people that are the first year on the varsity team, it shows them, like, 
how it's done and how you can play. I mean, um, one guy I want to talk about is kind of someone who's been so good, like silently, and that's somewhat is Drew Hudson because I think he has three or four triple doubles this year. So can you just talk to me about how he's been doing? Man, he's he's if not the best player on our team because not only can he shoot the three, but he's starting to get his little he's starting to get his inside game, and that can definitely that'll open up a shot even more. And the fact that he's just an elite rebounder this year that helps as well. And he's getting blocks, assists. I mean, he can he can do anything on the floor. He can defend. I mean, you name it, he'll just get out there and do it. And you you see a player like Drew, and you consider him kind of like a dark horse because no one no one even notices he's on the court hardly, he but he has that. he has a double double almost every game. Yeah, like Stephen Peterson has that personality. You know when kinda, he steps yeah, on the court. Yeah, you know when he's out there. So what is it? How is it to have all these different types of uh, personalities? You got the Sparks, the Silent Workers. I mean, what does all this work together? How does it help the team? I mean, like I said earlier, having all these pieces together. That's what really makes this team a family because we all have a certain role. I mean, you can be silent, you can be loud, you can be a scorer, you can be a rebounder, no matter what. I mean, if you're on the team, you're on there to do something. You always have a role. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, we've talked about this team. I think, like I said earlier, I think this is going to be a team that can change what most people think Stars and basketball really is. But, Absolutely. Uh, I believe that's all we have. Thank you for talking to us, Zach. Awesome. Got anything else, John? Nope. Anything. Thanks for coming. Any last words from you? Go Panthers. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time.